everybody, welcome back to Chronic But Iconic. Today we are joined with the lovely Rooks as she speaks about her journey with Crohn's and colitis. She is a very, very driven young lady and I think her story is so, so inspiring. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, lovely. Hello. You okay? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being on my podcast that's all right finally got there in the end I know I'm so sorry that's all right <laughs> uh, but welcome welcome to chronic but iconic and it's it's great to have you today thank you so much for being with us no but, it's my pleasure thank you for having me how are you doing well, you're right I'm great thank you but to start us all off would you like to sort of introduce yourself because uh, Live a bit of a sorry, I'm getting all my words <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> a little bit of a backstory would be great, just so that everybody sort of knows what's going on and what you suffer with and your life in general, because it's so hard when battling with a chronic illness and you're so mm-hmm. successful in what you do. So I think people <laughs> they hear about that. Oh, thank you. Um I don't know about successful, but I am I am trying my best. Um yeah. so my name is uh Rook. Uh, Rooks Ataj and I suffer from uh, Crohn's disease yeah. but coming with that also um, I suffer from colitis as well um, so yeah. Crohn's and colitis together um, I've had it since 2013 yeah and I am a full-time data analyst um, and as, as like a side sort of hobby you can say you can call it I do um, makeup as well Yes, yeah. Um, and I'm also a full-time mum, so there you go. <laughs> I know, so you've got a lot on your plate. And, yeah. I mean, obviously you were battling with a lot of symptoms. It probably was quite difficult for you to get diagnosed at first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. That was one of, I think, I think the hardest points in my yeah. life. Um, more than having to more so than having to you know live with it because the thing is that once you know what you have then you can go on and research about it and understand it and then you know go on to trying to you know deal with it and and live with the struggles but initially it was very difficult because it I mean it all started off with me um, losing this whole bunch of weight without me even realizing I was losing weight and and I had loss of appetite and I didn't know why but um, at that time I had I had a new job and I thought maybe it's because of a new job and you know that anxiety that comes with it and you know all that nervous nervous feelings you get so uh, anyway I started losing weight and didn't want to eat much and then my family started noticing you know you're losing a lot of weight and I was like well okay I guess that's not the worst thing in the world (laughs) but um then it got to a point where I started getting a lot of abdominal pains and I I, I went to the GP a few times and they told me I had probably IBS um then they said I might have you know gastritis so they started giving me all these medications that you know should help control my symptoms and and they didn't and it just kept getting worse and worse when I was getting you know I was getting loose stools and and then I you know I I was getting dehydrated I think I went to the A&E about seven times in two months yeah it was it was really bad to a point where I couldn't even stand up straight 
Um, and then I went to uh, my GP and I said, look, I can't take this anymore because the pain yeah. is really, really bad. And mm. anything I'm eating, I'm vomiting out. If I take anything to stop the um, diarrhea, I'm vomiting. And if, if if I don't take anything for the diarrhea, then it was just, it was really bad. It was a very bad situation. Yeah. So my GP said, okay, we can send you. Um, and in and in UK here, we have the NHS, which is great, you know, which yes. has got a lot of, of, of support there. And she said, but the only thing is there's, it can be a lot of waiting time that you, that you face. Yeah. So she did say to me that I can send you for a scan. This was off me about right. three months suffering. She said, I can send you for a scan, but it's going to probably take another month for you to get an appointment. So, um, yeah. So she said, I would recommend you going for a private scan. Um, And I said, all right, then, you know, at that point, I didn't really care about, you know, money or anything like that. I just wanted answers. So, yeah, I went for an ultrasound of my abdomen and the nurse that checked me, she said, okay, she was like how when is your and then by that time I had received a, a letter from a guest you know from a, a specialist yes. at the hospital to say come and see us next month okay so she said to me okay so when is your appointment and I said oh next month and she looked at the results of my scan there and then as she was examining me and she said no you can't wait that long you're not going to survive that long so I go, oh. yeah so it was it was really scary. bad it was yeah. so scary because when she said that I was like okay so something is up you know something is going on um yeah. very next day um, well the same day I got a call from my GP to say this is what you've got you've got Crohn's disease and she started off by saying don't worry it's you know you know it's fixable and blah blah and I was like okay okay yeah um and the very next day I was admitted in hospital everything as well because you've mm. gone through months of just not knowing and you know in yourself that something's wrong but mm. when you're not getting answers I think you just sort of question yourself and doubt is this really going on is this really happening to me is there something serious so when they sort of begin to start saying how serious it is and then get worried it makes you panic even more oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent um, but you know, because of this, the way the symptoms were going on, and and with yeah. everything happening, I knew that something was wrong anyway. Um, yes. But of course, I didn't know what it was. So you know, your your life flashes before your eyes, and you're like, okay, you know, this this might just be it. And you know, you, then you start thinking about your family, and you think about the worst in that situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. So. And so, what were your sort of main? I'd say three symptoms that you are suffering with and and what would you suggest people look out for if they feel like they're going through the same symptoms so I would definitely look out for loss of appetite and weight loss yeah because that is the initial stages of your body Mm -hmm. telling you that something's not right you know either it's yes it could be your lifestyle it could it could be it could be something really minor or it could be something major but that's something to definitely keep an eye on. That if you don't feel like eating, definitely keep an eye on your weight. Um, also, yeah. if you start feeling very tired, right? Like very, very yeah. tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you've got loose stools, so if you're going yes. to the bathroom a lot of times a day, that's that's usually not a very good sign. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the three three main ones and then and then after obviously comes with it is the is the abdominal pains and all those yes 
Yes. So were your sort of doctors and family very supportive during this time or did you feel that at first family were also quite sort of guarded when it came to your health because they didn't know what was going on? They may have questioned you a bit and said, is it as serious or were they, no, this is serious, is something oh, yeah. completely wrong? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, it's, um, I think my mum was, was the most concerned um, yeah. and and she got really worried at that time yes. and she you know she mm-hmm. she's not very she's not very outspoken with her words so she's got my brother to call me and say what's what's oh, going gosh. on you know what's, yeah. what's going on are you okay like what's happening and that time I didn't even know what was happening myself so I couldn't give it yeah, so, yeah of course of course and that's very difficult when you don't even understand it or can explain it yourself yeah and and no one in my family has ever gone through this that we know of right yes that's crazy because I know obviously a lot of my family suffer with colitis and it kind of runs in the family so mm. like you said you know you kind of didn't have the expectation that that might be yeah. the case for you because you had no history of it no so everyone actually everything that they've learned up to so far is because of what um, I've been going through yes if- Prior to that, they didn't really have a lot of knowledge on this sort of stuff, and myself included. I didn't yeah. know. And, and, and how do, how did you sort of get to the point where you're on treatment and feeling better that your family under, could understand it a lot more? Because obviously they were seeing you go through the treatment and it helped them understand. Yeah, the, it was a long time before that happened. Because was it? yeah, because initially it was a lot of trial and error with the oh right yeah of course yeah I got admitted but it's what works for you you know I had to start yeah. coming to me I had everyone coming to me that little bit my I had to take you into surgery worst case scenario so we have to go through so there was so much happening at the same time that it was hard to even explain it to my family that look this is the condition I've got so you guys can go go and research now because this is what it's yes. called the thing is as long as when when someone tells you this is what you have so you have a name to what you're going through so then it's easier to tell your family that this is what it's called and then you hope that they would go out and do their own research which I'm sure they did um, yeah which is why then they got a lot of answers but um in, in every individual case is different so yes mine might not always relate to what your loved one or what your close one is going through because and I think I think that's an important point, really, because obviously with social media and in media in general, we are faced with a lot of, you know, sort of quick fixes or this is the miracle cure. This is going to cure you. And it's it's not always the case. What can work for some somebody could be really detrimental to somebody else because all of our bodies are unique. We're all different. We're all suffering with different sort of strains of diseases different types of diseases so I think it's very very difficult and like you were saying it, it is a bit of a Russian roulette game in the sense that we all go in blind and we don't know what's going to work for us we don't know what might set us back a little bit mm-hmm. and you know all we want is to feel better all we want is to get ourselves back yeah um, but it, it's it, we can't just go to sleep and sleep it off or no. you know take a pill and it's very very difficult for us as sufferers to come to terms with that it is a long road as well oh yeah 100 and I, and I really feel that 
um, it's really important to listen to your body, yes. what it's telling you, you know, as an individual, because they, uh, it, t- it takes a time to train yes. your mind to be able to, because you will change during the process. And I mean that in a positive way, hopefully that mm-hmm. you, you will see um, a change in yourself. I know I definitely did when yes. you become a bit more aware of your surroundings you start appreciating the little things you start um listening to your own body when it's telling you to slow down you slow down you know yeah um yeah but in terms of family and friends as well i'm really really grateful um to what i have yes and i would recommend everyone to share with their families the struggles that they face not in you know in a way that you are the most comfortable with yeah and I think that's that's very very important because mm-hmm. a lot of people sometimes their families don't take it very well because they're obviously maybe upset or they don't understand and they become quite closed off and the sufferer yeah. isolates themselves because they're embarrassed and they don't know how to deal with it and if their friends and family aren't supportive they don't really want to start talking about it but we have to push through that because we have to talk about it for them to be able to understand Understand. yeah and I think that's really really difficult so I think that's great advice really yeah and I would I would more so say for the families and the friends as well to have an open mind and 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 listen because most of the time that's that's what we need we just need someone to listen not give us advice or not give us you know okay why don't you try this why don't you try that yeah do this or don't do this why do you have coffees why do you have this just like all you want sometimes is just people to listen and just say okay it's gonna get better and you're doing really well and you are yeah really strong for what you're going through definitely and have you had many sort of friends you know you know fallouts or or lost because of your illness or have you gained a lot um to be to be honest I keep my circle and this is intentional I keep it really small because I feel like I would rather have a small circle of people that I know or I feel that genuinely care and and don't want to disrupt disrupt my healing process yeah so and and I'm really happy having a small circle because it doesn't mean that I can't do things that I want to do or enjoy the way I want to no but instead of doing it with 10 friends I would do it with one you know so it's sort of like that um so anyone that doesn't have a positive impact in your life I don't feel should be a part of your journey yeah and I think that I think that's great again great advice and I think I suffer you know struggle with this Mm -hmm. the fact that we always want to see the best in people and even when they're having a negative influence we sort of hold on to them because we feel guilty for sort of being the drain maybe not being a fun friend because of our health that we cling on to them but we have to learn to let go because they aren't you know serving a great purpose in our life and it's soul destroying and it's heartbreaking especially when they've been sort of long-term friends or childhood friends but we but we have to do it yeah it's it's really important for our own health and yeah to, to, to keep our surroundings positive because yes it's, it's 
it's the worst feeling when you want to when you feel guilty about letting someone down or you see the look in someone's eyes or face sometimes it's just nice you know even though some people because you can make you can explain what you're going through to someone but you can't understand it for them you know that's yeah from them the ownership is on them then to understand it and it's very hard for and I'm saying genuinely human humans it's, it's difficult to understand something that you haven't gone through yourself it's really difficult to feel someone else's pain and I get that which is yeah. why I would rather you know everyone is on their own journey and definitely yeah like you know but obviously you wish them well and you love them and you care yeah. and you wouldn't ever want anything any harm coming their way but it's just yeah, best definitely. to maintain that distance you know yeah for yourself and I mean you've got a really really big social media presence on Instagram especially how do you find sort of the social media side of things because I know obviously it sometimes gets a bad rep in the media but Mm -hmm. I think I I speak for myself here and you're probably the same Mm -hmm. it's a huge lifeline for us because we connect with people who are going through similar or at the same kind of illness as us and they get it and they understand and we can vent we can talk openly there's no judgments yeah. mm-hmm. um so how have you found social media when it comes to that kind of side of things it's actually been so amazing and yeah. i know people and and social media i feel has a stigma attached to it it does it does where a lot of um, parents a lot of people they see it as a negative it can be a negative impact and influence on children and kids and teenagers and all that but I feel like there is a part of of social media where there is so much awareness out there and so many people to connect to that are going through similar struggles and similar situations Mm -hmm. as yourself and when you connect to those people you don't feel isolated or alone anymore you feel like you know what this I can get through this because there are other people there that are going through this or you know or or that and we're all in this together and I feel like we can share our experiences um you know there's so many pages where people will you know anonymously post questions about this is what they're going through and is there any tips or is there any any sort of advice that someone can give them and that's so great because then you have you read so many comments of people you know putting in what they've gone through and how they've overcome it definitely yeah and I think on the dark days and on the bad days it really is a source of motivation because you see other people you know being positive fighting hard and you think no I need to fight this too Mm. and it is it is great and I'm I'm fully on your side here. I think social media is is amazing for yeah, it's, it's really good and... to raise awareness as well. And yeah, it's, definitely. Not just for people that are going through it, but also their families and friends. You know, yes. Um, because I have definitely. a lot of friends um now that you know will speak to me about um Crohn's and they'll say, oh, do you know, what? my friend is going through this and that, and do you think it's it sounds like similar to symptoms of Crohn's and stuff? So they will come and they'll ask because a lot of the times, like I know a friend of mine, they didn't even know that Crohn's existed before I'd been right. diagnosed. So it was, Gosh. yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's so important, you know, to promote these Definitely. discussions, raise awareness. Um, and I'm happy. I'm happy that it's coming to a point now where people can voice their opinions 
and, yes. and, and share their stories. Definitely. And and going sort of through the health healthy balance to life, <laughs> how do you sort of balance your own life? Because obviously, like we said before, you know, you, you, you've got a full-on schedule going on <laughs> and it's very difficult to pace, balance, yeah. mm-hmm. go through treatment and everything else. Yeah. Um, so it, I'm just going to go on record and say I'm by no means an expert in this. I'm still <laughs> there is there is um so much I still have to learn and yeah, um, and, and learn how to and it's taken time. Everything takes time. So it's taken time yeah. for me to figure out okay, how am I gonna balance this and how am I gonna just, you know, relax, you know, sometimes. So yeah. it's to be honest, I do want to achieve a lot in my life and I want to do a lot and I want to, you know, with my daughter and, you know, with my job and with my hobbies, my personal hobbies. But like they say, I'll, I'm going to let, I'll let this condition slow me down, but I'm not going to let it stop me. Yeah. So that's the way I think of it. That if I want to achieve something, I'm going to go and try my best to achieve it. But I'm also going to listen to my body when it tells me to slow down and take a break and just chill out. I'm going to do that. Even if I have to take a day or two, that's fine. Yeah. You know, the world's not going to stop running. <laughs> yeah. still keep going around. So, you know, that's, that's what you've got to tell yourself that if you want to do something, by all means, you should go and do that. But remember to also take time out for yourself as well yeah and Um, I think that's really important because we sometimes don't feel like we deserve time out mm. um and it's hard to sort of come to terms with that and and work around that oh yeah yeah especially people sometimes but if you have a job if you have a job in a a company organization a nine-to-five job yeah it's very hard to make your managers understand it if they don't know someone who's gone yes of course you know when you take time off work they're like okay what's going on so sometimes it can be difficult but that's when you have to put your foot down um yes and, and luckily we have a lot of laws that protect us against this sort of stuff and discrimination in the workplace so whatever happens there's always going to be a solution to that so we've always got to think that okay this is what's happening but I'm going to take time and I'm going to figure out how I'm going to sort this um so it's really important with my job as a data analyst it requires a lot of my intellect and not my physical strength so I don't need to go out there and you know do a lot of physical activity yeah. I've just got to sit at yeah. my desk and, and do and do my job um but my makeup stuff and this was a couple of years ago two three years ago when I did start it off I remember yeah. I got certified and I was really happy because this is something I've always wanted to do you know from a young age I've wanted to be a makeup artist and you don't do it professionally and full-time and and just go out there really and just do that and make that my full-time yes. job but right. when I started off, I was taking a lot of bookings and I was getting a lot of bookings and I was doing people's makeup. And then one day I had to do um, a bride, bridal makeup um, and hair. And I had to mm-hmm. stand for about two, three hours. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Yeah. And that's that's very normal for a makeup and, and hair artist. You have to be standing around, you know, your client. Yeah. And, and it suddenly hit me 
and it was really bad. My pains were so bad that day. Um, oh, I couldn't God. drive home. I was feeling so, so much pain after my appointment. And that's when I realized that I don't think this, I can do this at this rate. I think I can do it here and there when I want yes. to, but I can't do it as I wanted to yeah Yeah. and I I had to accept that which is is very upsetting because it was something that I've wanted to always do but then I had to I had to sit and I had to accept that this is what my body's telling me that I'm not going to be able to do this as much as I want to and that's heartbreaking it's It's soul destroying yeah it's so heartbreaking yeah Um, because we're so used to having our illness keep taking from us yeah and we all we want is to have a a massive win and and feel like we're grabbing life back so these little blips even though in the end we can work around it and we do learn to adapt they are very soul destroying and they do knock us back emotionally a hundred percent so I feel like so that's why I would say just just listen because nothing else is more important than your health yeah our health is what gives us the ability to enjoy the little things the small things yes definitely getting getting coffee with a friend sitting getting a dinner anything like I remember when I left the hospital after three weeks of being admitted I just felt a breeze on my face and I was so happy (laughs) yeah you just feel alive don't you you do you become so much more grateful for everything, like a cup of coffee or, yes. you know, your plate of food. And <laughs> it makes you such a better person, I think, mm. in general, because we're so used to just kind of living in a fog almost yeah. where we expect things or we think things should just happen overnight. And when you're really, really struck down, like we have been with illness, you have to realign everything your whole thought process your you know outlook on life the way that Mm -hmm. you like live your life and I think even though it it is soul destroying like we're saying it really does build you up to be a stronger kinder more grateful person and that is something we've got to be really thankful for yeah and I feel like it also makes us more understanding of other people's struggles yes definitely when you're young and you don't think about these things you know a lot of the times you know what people the decision the decisions they make in their life sometimes you don't understand it but then when you get to a certain point or even after this or what we've been through I think we can we can actually we, we don't judge anyone like I don't know I couldn't judge anyone you know I think everyone is on their own journey and they make their own decisions and they they do Definitely. what's best for them and that's really important you know, we're always yeah. stuck on the thought of how do people see us or how do people think yes. of us and what do people, you know, say about us. But that really doesn't matter because yeah. we can't control how other people see us or think of us, but we can control how we think and see ourselves. And I think that's the most important thing. Everything else really doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. And I think it makes us like you say sort of more understanding with people Mm. in the sense that if we go out and meet people now we connect on a a deeper level than what maybe other people might do because you hear people talk and they might talk about business or just general things in life but I think we can go into more depth because we talk about 
their home life, their personal life, people <laughs> yeah. open up, people feel more sort of secure and they kind of walk away thinking, do you know what? I really, really enjoyed that conversation because it wasn't about just general chit chat. Yeah, it wasn't like general gossiping yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think although like I've really struggled with self-confidence and you're probably the same because when you lose a lot of weight Mm. it does affect your confidence so I was always in that sort of mode where I didn't really want to go out because I knew people were judging me on my weight Mm. and it took a long time and a lot of crying to sort of think no like I can connect people on a deeper level they'll understand my conversation and enjoy it that they'll see my inner beauty over my outer beauty and it and it takes a lot of time doesn't it but I think when you get to that point you feel such a a stronger person and that's when you start looking at sort of social media that's very um drawn towards you know appearance and you can see past that and you think no like there's more to life than your outer shell it's your inner shell that matters and how strong that you are to keep fighting because a lot of people wouldn't have kept fighting like we do mm. and yeah it's it's a it's a hard lesson but it, I think it's a really great one yeah yeah definitely I think we you know we're strong we yeah because we wasn't given a choice <laughs> yes definitely so we are we are strong and I think that we are doing really well and you know all this um beauty fades you know appearances fade but what's left of us and what people will remember hopefully is how warm and kind and of course you know we are um and how understanding a person can be you know yeah definitely I think that's really important did you did you have a period of time where you did feel like you were sort of losing yourself you didn't really have a direction in life oh yeah and you had to still have navigate I still have those things you know I still I still uh, suffer from that um yeah now and then you know like I'll I'll speak to my best friend um sometimes and I'll say you know what I I just feel like I'm on the edge and I feel like if I have a little push that's it like I'm gonna feel I really I'm trying so hard to stay afloat you know which yeah. is why I say that we have are facing so many struggles of our own every single day with our own body. Our own body is trying to destroy yeah, us. Yeah, it it's really is. crazy. And yeah. that's a lot to take in anyway and deal with. Then deal with life struggles as well. You know, on top of that, you've got general struggles, work struggles, family struggles, yes. you know. That's a lot of pressure. So much pressure. And I feel like we take that upon ourselves sometimes and we let it get the better of us but it's so important to just remember that we matter and and our health matters definitely everything else can be dealt with tomorrow today it's about us definitely and obviously being a mom as well Mm -hmm. for you it's very difficult to take me time I can imagine because (laughs) you feel like you're sort of this sounds awful but like a service to them because you want to give your most and all your energy to them because you want to be a good mom but then you probably feel drained that you're like where's the energy for me trust me I'm not I'm not um I'm I'm not a service I'm a servant (laughs) (laughs) she's my master no um it's just it's it's actually heartbreaking again 
because I was yeah. so skeptical of having a child because of these very reasons. Um, yeah, it was a very, very big decision that I thought about a lot um, before actually, you know, having a child. But now yeah, I do, and, and she's I, and she's she's great, and she's beautiful. Yeah. And but sometimes it makes me feel guilty sometimes at days when I don't have enough energy and I don't have enough, you know, to, yes. for example, play with her or take her out or go to the park or something because I feel drained and I feel... But that's when, you know, it's really it's really helpful to have a good support system. Yeah, Like when I work, my mum takes care of her. Two days I put her in nursery a week because that really helps as well yeah um lets me catch up on my work and my housework and all that stuff of so course it's really important to ask for support as well if you need it recognize when you need help and don't be afraid to ask for it because that's really important definitely so she she's great and I feel like she's gonna be as much as you know right now she's young so she doesn't understand much she's only two but when she's yeah. older and I'm hoping that she it will make her a better person as well because she's seen her I mom. think it will yeah her mom's gone through she's gonna see that and she's gonna be a much more caring person you know an understanding yeah. person I really hope that so yeah but it's, it's a bit like mm. it's a bit like the saying you know your vibe sort of attracts your tribe and I think it's the same <laughs> when it comes to sort of children mm. the way you are and the way you conduct yourself the kindness that you give to others they pick up on that yeah. so you know it becomes sort of instilled in them and they always remember that so I think that's that's a really really great thing and, and like you were saying it's very very difficult to actually make that decision to have children when yeah. you yourself are struggling so much and you think you obviously you want to give them the world but you're thinking I can barely you know look after myself how can I look after somebody else and that's a big big decision to make yeah exactly definitely. especially when you've always dreamed of having a family and having children oh yeah definitely and I think the point that I decided to have a child as well so I was in remission my medications yeah. were working well I was in a good place you know health yeah and mentally I was good and I think that's really important to to understand and just just think about it for yourself you know if you want to make yes. that decision of starting a family or having a child just think about that you know just take take a lot of thought um in that and see where you are in your life at that point and it's not important that if you're going to be healthy then you'll be healthy after you have a child and all of that stuff because I know what pregnancy can do and I had the worst pregnancy you can imagine so really oh, oh yeah it was really bad I mean my Crohn's uh, luckily was under control yeah still um but I had um, vomiting for nine months and I couldn't eat. No. Yeah. It was, and then I had to end up having a C-section. Oh, and, no. Yeah, it was, it was really horrific. So I think now that she's here, she's healthy. And that's all that matters to me is that yeah. she's healthy, you know, and she's fine. But also, like, at the time, I bet you were thinking, this was a hard decision to make. Why is it being made harder for me? <laughs> yeah, and everyone was like, don't break. worry, it gets better after three months, after four months, and, and it never happened. And I was like, I'm not listening to anyone anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless you. Yeah. Well, you know, what kind of treatment are you on now that's keeping you stable? So I'm on two different types of medication. Okay. Um, I'm on Humira. 
which is um, right. injections that I take every two weeks. Yeah. And I'm on daily tablets, uh, azathioprine. So right. they're both immunosuppressants, um, two yeah. lots of medication that is keeping under control. Um, I did recently have my um, appointment, my gastrologist, my nurse, IBD nurse, and she did say, you know, how are you feeling with the injections? And do you think it's time you take a break from it? It's totally up to you. Um, yeah. So that's still a decision that I'm thinking at the moment because, you know, just recently, a week a week ago, I had really bad symptoms. And I took my injections. Yeah, so it was it was quite bad. And I took yeah. my injections, made me feel better. So that was after my appointment. So yeah, that's right. another decision I'm going to have to think about. But I don't know because it, you know it's it would be so nice to be medication free. You know, I mean, I think everyone. Of course, yeah, that. of course. Like, you know, if my symptoms can, and then you just you know you can make changes to your lifestyle and just try to you know keep up with it. But with a child, it's so difficult not to yeah. stress and not to get you know worked up and and overworked because you know child they require so much of course so, yeah so that, that's the only thing and as a mother it's so hard not to stress about your child <laughs> you do worry yeah about no of course yeah um, definitely so yeah definitely. so those are medication I'm on at the moment uh that are keeping it under control yeah and and like you were saying it's it's often very difficult when we do have blips because we do have to go back to the drawing board so to speak and think right mm-hmm. if this isn't working for me anymore what have I got what options have I got now yeah what's the next step and it's it's not always you know take this pill this is what you're going to be on for life or this is mm-hmm. a treatment that is going to be ongoing for a couple of months but then you'll be fine it's it's a always it's a daily a struggle co- you it's have... a roller coaster that's what it, it is. really is you don't yeah. know when your medications are going to stop working as well I remember when I initially um, got diagnosed I was on steroids I was on about yeah I think nine tablets or something something crazy like that and I remember I was like okay I was taking them and they weren't working so after two oh weeks then they changed me to um, a drip in fliximab and oh it's no. like a drip you take every four weeks about two yeah. weeks so I was on that and then after a year um, that stopped working which is oh when no. they, yeah which is when they put me on these injections and yeah. much would they've been working since 2014 now right um but again it's it's you know it's the uncertainty that that scares yeah. me the future because you know I know a lot Definitely. of people who have you know especially on social media and everyone that shares their their inspiring stories and they've had surgery like you know two three surgeries to have to you know um yeah go through that and, and it scares you because you don't it know does. what's going to happen tomorrow yeah. it does and, and that's why we have to sort of make the most of every moment that we have exactly. and enjoy like the little things enjoy yeah the like things. gratitude that mm-hmm. we were just talking about and I think it, it does really open your eyes thinking gosh like I need to spend time with my family I need to make memories I've got this that and the other on my bucket list and it really does kind of <laughs> push you to yeah. be more determined I think in some senses but like you were saying it is very very scary and yeah. you know we we have we want to be there for our family we want to be there for our children and friends and everything like that and often when we have to miss events or we feel like we're missing out we kind of think we we get scared for not all, only ourselves but for them because they're missing our presence and we're not included in the memories that they'll have yeah. and cherish for life as well yeah definitely 
Well, like, thank you so much for talking to me today. (laughs) You've been an absolute delight. You've been amazing. And all the advice that, yeah, all the advice you've given is amazing. And I, you know, can really, really relate in so many ways. But I just sort of want to finish with, obviously, you sharing your Instagram handle so people can give you a follow because you're well (laughs) worth a follow and your story is amazing. So that would be great if you could just share that with us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so my Instagram handle is Rooks Official. So that's R-U-K-S Official. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. And, and have you got any sort of tips that you'd like to leave us on today? Um, I would just, I'd probably end it off by just summarising and just saying, be gentle with yourselves. You know, we're doing yeah. the best we can. Um, and, and we are enough you know for everything oh that's yeah I think that's really really important there is no checklist in life and there is no deadlines in life where you have to achieve something by this age by that age by that age Um, yeah it's your journey so you take control of it don't don't let anyone have that control um and and that's it yeah I think that is perfect and I mean why do we feel like we need to go through struggles and pains and hardships to get something we want to achieve? Why can't we just yes. take a step back and just breathe? And sometimes that's the best thing we can do because at that time, that's the best thing for us. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm guilty of keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing <laughs> because I feel like that's what's expected of me. But like yeah. you're saying, sometimes you, you need rest because you need to recharge and we forget that we need to recharge our batteries. <laughs> yeah definitely it's very easy to forget you know especially with nowadays society pressures and you know yeah definitely definitely well thank you so so much you've been amazing and I've I've loved speaking to you you and hopefully you'll come back on in the future because I think (laughs) you've got so much knowledge and so much great advice and your story is just so touching because like you're saying you've been you have been through hell and back and you're doing great and you're an inspiration you really are and and so are you and thank you so much for for having me um I love your Instagram and your story oh thank you so much and it's so important to do that um and and I'm really really grateful and I'm really thankful to have found you on Instagram thank you same to you same to you you're amazing and and I'm sure that we'll be sort of friends for life now, social media friends yeah. for life, because I think that's really, really important. We do we do build great friendships on there, and I think that's an important thing to raise as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you, you for being in. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you later. everybody welcome back to chronic but iconic today we are joined with the lovely rooks as she speaks about her journey with crohn's and colitis she is a very very driven young lady and i think her story is so so inspiring so i hope you enjoy this episode <laughs>